Good morning for Thursday, June 16, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. How a watchdog turned a blind eye. Trump veers from party line on gun control. And finance titans batten down for EU exit. In today's national headlines, mass attacks, abuse, and a pattern of control. Carefree evening ends in heartbreak a day later. And gunmen threaten to tie bombs to hostages, Mayer says. In today's business headlines, Fed slows plans to raise rates on tepid data. FDA cites Whole Foods for failure to address problems. And can Apple break free of device dependence? There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, How a Watchdog Turned a Blind Eye. In December 2012, the World Anti-Doping Agency received an email from an Olympic athlete from Russia. She was asking for help. The athlete, a discus thrower named Darya Pishkanlinkova, had won a silver medal four months earlier at the London Olympics. She said she had taken banned drugs at the direction of Russian sports and anti-doping authorities and had information on systematic doping in her country. Please investigate, she implored the agency in the email, which was written in English. I want to cooperate with WADA, the email said. But WADA, the global regulator of doping in Olympic sports, did not begin an inquiry, even though a staff lawyer circulated the message to three top officials, calling the accusations relatively precise, including names and facts. Instead, the agency did something that seemed antithetical to its mission to protect clean athletes. It sent Pishkalinikova's email to Russian sports officials, the very people who she said were running the doping program. The tactics of the World Anti-Doping Agency, which is partly funded by United States taxpayers, have come under international scrutiny in recent months, as major doping scandals emanating from Russia have escalated into the biggest crisis in global sports. The lab director of the 2004 Sochi Olympics told the New York Times that at least 15 Russian medal winners at those Winter Games had used banned substances as part of a state-run program. Only after years of mounting clues of widespread doping did WADA recommend barring Russia's track and field program from international competition. The global governing body for track and fields expected to decide Friday whether to bar Russia's team from this summer's Olympics in Rio de Janeiro. Interviews with dozens of officials and athletes in the Olympic movement revealed that the global anti-doping watchdog mishandled allegations of widespread corruption, failed to investigate rigorously, and was hampered by politics to the point that it was largely ineffective in its mission. Multiple warnings about Russia, including Pishilinkova's email, were sent to WADA over the past several years, and its response has left athletes and officials questioning whether the agency is willing to aggressively combat doping. WADA's decision-making body is composed of government and Olympic representatives, an arrangement that presents possible conflicts, 
because Olympic officials might not be inclined to reveal doping transgressions that could mar the integrity of the Games, while government officials could be more inclined to protect athletes from their own countries. There are conflicts all around the table, said Adam Pengilly of Britain, who sits on the International Olympic Committee's Athletes Commission.